Here's the latest CSM interview from Talking in Stations. Greetings, fellow Empyreans. I am Ashrathi, and this is Talking in Stations CSM interviews. Today, my guest is moderator, who is uh, both simultaneously fairly well known as far as the candidates go, but also somewhat of a mystery. N normally, uh, last year when I did the CSM interviews, uh, generally what I armed myself with was only what they had in their post on the CSM forums to go by, and that's how I started my conversations. I went to do that with moderator, and as it turns out, his wasn't up already. So that brought me to my first question. Moderator, who are you and what are you doing around here? So I'm probably, as you've mentioned, best known for being an Alliance tournament commentator for AT14 and 15, and hopefully the upcoming AT16 that will be held in Nottingham by Plus 10 Gaming. I've also been a member of the Strategic Cruiser Focus Group and was a member of the Eve Vegas stream. I was brought in as a guest for that. Uh, as a player in Eve, I've got history in more or less every scale of space from low sec, no sec, and wormholes. Uh, I've been playing the game for about six years. Uh, started out in faction warfare, played some in low sec, NPC null, uh, did some time in uh, Pandemic Legion, uh, left them, went kind of back to the Campbell Empire Hydra, like roaming kind of scale gangs. And uh, these days I'm now in Snuffed Out. Nice. So it sounds like you've made pretty much the tour of New Eden. Um, I've definitely tried to uh, invest myself into a number of different kinds of uh, content just to get a feel for um, what is it that's going on at kind of every scale and uh, terrain of the game. And I'm someone who really likes doing whatever I do well. So I've been fortunate to have um, the opportunity to be in a lot of pretty solid groups in my history in eve nice uh well so as far as like an eve bucket list goes being an at commentator has to be pretty far up there uh why is running for the csm your follow-up the reason i wanted to go for the csm is because now that some of the things on the roadmap had been more or less um completed at least to the extent that ccp is going to be looking at them for now. The roadmap is opening up a little wider, and obviously, uh, with a new executive producer, uh, it could go a number of different ways. Uh, I obviously didn't know about the executive producer, um, CCP Seagull, uh, stepping down until just recently. Um, so that's kind of been a bit of a shock to everyone, of course. But um, with the new roadmap, I think it's uh, important uh, now more than ever that you have someone who has got kind of a wide background of uh, areas and can focus on um, the scope and depth of player interactions mechanically, economically, socially, and politically. So that's more or less why I'm currently running for CSM. That makes sense. But the problem is, is that to be a good representative, it's not just enough to know a lot about the game, uh, as you clearly do from your uh, AT commentary. But obviously, in order to be a good representative, I need to know that you represent my interests. Without a proper CSM uh, document, it's hard to know what you stand for. So why don't you just tell us, what do you stand for? Sure. So addressing the issue of the document, um, that's been something, obviously, I do need to get up. Um, I should have that up no later than this weekend. I'm someone who's been in the process of 
working, traveling, and now going through the process of finals. So everything that's not been either work or school, I've more or less put kind of a halt to. As far as where I stand on certain issues, um, I've been fairly communicative of where I'm at on uh, my blog in moderation, something that I've kind of been doing uh, by way of campaigning for this event and trying to communicate to the player base certain aspects of the game that aren't really uh, understood or communicated by the general public and trying to do that in depth and in scope. Just to make sure that that's clear, that's in moderation uh, with your with the W in your name. So I-N-M-A-W-D-E-R-A-T-I-O-N dot WordPress dot com. Yes. All right. So I guess what but what is your major objective? Like what about exactly do you think that you need to run to the CF for the CSM to lend a voice to? So the role of the CSM has changed uh, over the last over a decade it's been involved in the game. However, one of the things that's been clear to me having interacted on a face-to-face -face basis with the people who uh, interface with the CSM at CCP's headquarters and current and former members of the CSM is that the current role of that group is to be an NDA focus group for items that are on the roadmap. Um, I can also do things like filter community feedback and advocate for certain changes to an extent and provide input on little things. But at the end of the day, CCP is a business. Um, they're not going to deviate from their ultimate strategy. I understand all that, but why would I be more interested in you lending your opinion to their NDA stuff as opposed to someone else? Um, because I'm someone who is here to try to make sure that EVE Online is a game that still exists and is relevant with a uh, healthy state and a meaningfully large player base in five years from now. Very cool. So let me shift gears for a little bit. Uh, what would you believe, uh, what do you believe is the biggest mistake made in the last year uh, involving EVE Online? From the perspective of CCP? Yeah, like if you were on the CSM this last year, what would have been the thing that you would have stepped in on? I mean, I think the CSM more or less has already stepped in on some things. Correct. I'm not suggesting you criticize what the CSM did or didn't do. What I'm saying is, of all of the stuff, like as a practical, what of the last year would you have wanted to be on the CSM to be able to lend your voice to? Um, putting more weight onto iterating and developing uh, healthier game mechanics and being someone to try to be a voice for saying, okay, there are certain changes that are degenerating or breaking aspects of Eve's gameplay and the economic structure. You need to focus on these things now before they become a more significant problem later down the road. What, what do you think is doing that? Some things like the balance team not really becoming a thing. Uh, we saw things like the hack rebalance um, get more or less tabled at FanFest that were promised previously and got pushed to um, some time down maybe in the future at some point. Um, I'm also someone who's not a particular fan of the mutoplasmids, and obviously that's something that CCP um, and the CSM disagreed on. Right. Uh, what is EVE? EVE is a game that has probably the some of the deepest mechanical, economic, and social and political aspects. Uh, it's something that may be studied by researchers uh, on 
virtual worlds years from now as being kind of a precursor to things that come up later in the future, like VR. I'm sure even Second Life and similar titles will get looked at at some point later on. Um, it's a very, very broad question. Um, it was intended to be. I, I realize. Um, right now, EVE Online just got a lot of, I think, core issues that stem from a combination of some mismanagement, um, issues that stem from legacy code, and possibly from uh, staffing location. Would you say that the CSM has a bigger uh, a bigger responsibility to reinforce to CCP the players' will or perhaps to translate CCP to the players? So the sometimes the will of the players is not necessarily um, what is always best for the long-term health of the game. Uh, your son or daughter might want to junk out on candy or snack food, but there are reasons that you as a parent would say, no, this isn't a good idea. You want people who are expert um, experts in a wide variety of fields that can give CCP good information and explain, okay, this is going to break your game. Here's how, here's how you can avoid it. So what I'm hearing overall from you is a, you're, you're, tr you're obviously trying very hard to not have specific planks, which makes sense because I, it, it sounds to me like you understand that the CSM um, is more reactionary than projective and therefore having uh, objectives is kind of counterproductive, but just being a good source of feedback is more valuable in the CSM role. Do you, would you say that that's fair? I mean, that's pretty explicitly what the CSM is at this point. Right. And so it sounds to me like you are suggesting that since you have such a breadth of knowledge and um, uh, demonstrated your experience, that you offer a very powerful voice to be on the CSM. Would you say that that's basically what your platform is? Um, that would be, I guess, a good portion of my platform besides long-term health of Eve, if you had to distill it down into a sentence. Um, as far as actual communication with the player base, something that you hinted on a little bit earlier, that's why I'm doing things like uh, creating a blog. That's why I've been doing things like canvassing. Uh, in particular, I've been uh, talking to some of the individuals in the Russian and Chinese player base communities that aren't necessarily well represented uh, by the EVE player base. I'm obviously not going to be able to be someone who's living in that time zone and has that experience, but there are groups all across New Eden that do need representation as a whole. What player group do you think is the most underrepresented? That's a difficult question because you can break that down in a lot of ways. You can break that down by time zone. You can break that down uh, by play style. Um, wormholers obviously are going to need someone to step up after uh, we have uh, Newman stepping down. Obviously, we've got Azuki and Fotis Latro who are stepping into that. Um, Losek have people like Jintan and Setonia and some others who do play there, but they don't have really, um, like long-term dedicated residents of those areas. Um, high sec, you have people like Arth who focus on the industrial and, uh, economic aspects of that. And of course you have some candidates who do things like missioning and incursioning, and you've also got uh, people who do, uh, background programming who live in high sec like Steve Raconan. Um, it's very difficult for me to say a group that is just that underrepresented because I don't have 
the actual statistics beyond behind that, and I'd need NDA access for that to begin with. That's fair. So you were mentioning the fact that you're doing your school, you've got work, and you're trying to get your campaign going. Obviously, the time commitment doesn't end when the CSM run is over. Uh, do you have the proper, you know, have you taken the proper steps to make sure that you can remain a committed member for an entire year if you were elected? Yes. So there's there's two factors uh, in on that. First off, I'm someone who can dedicate roughly 15 to 20 hours a week. Um, obviously, I've had some emergencies and some uh, points in my life, uh, like the last couple of weeks where I've had to uh, invest less time overall into the CSM process. But on the whole, that's when I can average. At the very worst case scenario, I can keep up um, with the the minutes and be involved in the communications and hip chat uh, that are going on to interface and be a responsible communicative member of that body. Uh, the second point that you're kind of addressing but didn't necessarily explicitly hit on is that fundamentally, one of the things that other uh, CSMs have had difficulty with in the past is getting CCP um, to respect them and take the feedback of them. To an extent, if you're someone who isn't actively involved in the workforce or education and you're not really doing much else as a CSM candidate, there have been a number of staff members in the past who have said, yeah, I just don't care about what this person has to say if they're not someone who's involved really in more than just EVE Online. Right. I'm not sure if that was exactly what I was trying to imply, but it is a really good point. Um, and it actually segues perfectly to my next question. Uh, the next thing I wanted to talk about, it, which is less of a question and more of just a realization. One of the things I was thinking about is that a particular strength that you have is your background with the AT. One of the problems with brand new CSM members is that it takes some time to get to know, to build trust, to get connected with all of the devs. Uh, you already seem to have a head start in that, right? Yeah, I'm fortunate enough that I have spent roughly uh, over half a month interfacing with these people face-to-face -face on kind of a daily basis um, from groups like QA, GMs, uh, software devs, uh, other aspects of like UI sound design. And that's something I do definitely have working for me. I mean, I was someone who was asked back again to the Alliance Tournament and someone who was invited to the focus group for strategic cruisers so they know to a certain extent that the devs i've worked with already i'm not going to be bullshitting them when i'm coming in and, and giving them feedback and communication so whoever is uh the new csm member will uh or who's whoever's on the next csm will likely be tasked with getting to know getting to understand and helping ramp up the next executive producer so Let's just take uh, you know a fantasy trip, and uh, you do get elected, and this new executive producer comes to you and says, "Moderator, you're well respected. You've been elected. You've shown a broad, a broad knowledge of this game. What do you think our priority should be?" See, that's a difficult question. And on one hand, so I don't know what extent that that's even a realistic question. I'm sure it's not. It's not. I mean, I, I will. I'll answer anyway. But for people who might be listening and kind of want to know sort of the process that's going on there. That's that's fair. That's fair. Thank you for the correction. Sure. The executive producer is someone who's going to control uh, to a great extent um, the direction of 
where it is EVE Online goes as a game, right? We've had Unifex in the past uh, who handed over to Andy Nogren, also known as uh, CCP Siegel, and she was one of the people that made up the strategy team that was saying, this is where CCP Games wants to take EVE Online as a product. Um, things that I would focus on are things that are more in my wheelhouse. So things like iteration and design, making sure that there's a wide scope of uh, gameplay that's uh, viable and actually engaging for players uh, with a kind of a broad and wide set of uh, backgrounds and experience to take part in would be something that I would be able to, as I've mentioned earlier, be um, a good focus for. I think I might be out of horrible questions to ask you. So uh, I guess I'm going to ask you if you have anything particular you want to get out there that I haven't addressed yet. One of the things, um, obviously, that I could bring up besides just certain mechanics or some other things that aren't really being hit on so far in um, EVE, besides, obviously, my PvP background, I'm someone who's also done some PvE. And this is kind of a sort of a segue to Into the Abyss, which I'm sure we'll be talking about later on. But things like standings um, don't make a lot of sense. So one of the things that I was doing uh, before I went to the AT and actually gave feedback that got um, some changes made at my expense, actually, because I found a way to break something uh, with level five missions, um, was that as I was trying to create uh, pullers to run these missions, you have to go through this weird arcane set of game mechanics that haven't really been iterated on in well over a decade and were confusing for me a little bit to actually understand how to best go about them. So if so, there's someone who's been in your game for six years who doesn't understand certain mechanics like how um, to best quickly raise your standings, new players who are just trying to onboard that are going to be in a much worse situation than I was. So uh, better communication and uh, onboarding of new players. I mean, that's something that obviously Yukiko Kami has focused on, being from Brave Collective, but I think it's also important to mention that. Yeah, thank you about that. Uh, I didn't really want to touch too much on the PvE or MP stuff since you hadn't, um, but going on to that, you did mention that you're not a big fan of mutaplasmids. Uh, what do you think about the Abyss sites? So I'm of two minds on this. First off, I'm glad that CCP has created a form of PvE where it's a lot more engaging than what exists elsewhere. So having to do um, just more and being more involved as a player is something that is just a game design goal that is universally positive. The more invested your players are in their actions, uh, the more rewarding it is uh, when you succeed. And that's something that you can, as a company, build upon and uh, engage more with your player base. Uh, EVE's PvE right now is in a place where it's a decade behind the rest of the competition. Um, I'm not a fan of uh, the instancing. I don't know how you can get around things like the N plus one problem, where if you were to bring two Ishtars or two Healers into these um, tier five sites, you just don't burn around with 100M and afterburners. I've not had a chance to actually play through these sites myself, but I've watched people stream and YouTube these, and it's an improvement, certainly, but there's still a long way to go. Um, in terms of the mutaplasmids, the problem that you run into is that it actually ends up benefiting players like myself 
uh, a lot more. It adds a lot of power creep, which is something we certainly don't need in EVE right now. Um, there are fittings out there that will exist once this goes live that will be broken in the same way uh, we saw Hex and the Swipel that everyone posted about for the better part of a year on Reddit. Actually, let me stop you right there, okay? So that way, they give you an opportunity to, to drill in a little bit more on this. So there is this big argument about power creep among the player base, but I don't think anybody's properly communicated exactly why that would be so terrible. Some people have said stuff about uh, the micro warp drives, and obviously micro warp drives got changed out of a result to that. But based on the modules that were selected and the fact that basically everyone gets the access to the, the same sort of advantage, um, like, can you explain why this power creep is so much worse than, say, the addition of T3 destroyers? Okay, so here's a good object lesson, and thank you for kind of queuing me on this. So Tackle modules did get reduced somewhat from uh, the 40% strength bonus to the uh, 20% possible upper limit roll that we're seeing. Some of the problems you run into is that things like Lokis and Huggins and Rapiers, so for newer players, webbing ships that slow down the opposing target are very much explicitly balanced around having certain ranges. And once you go beyond that, uh, you start breaking the way um, combat mechanics work. Because right now, the ranges on those webs are designed that you can actually get shot at um, at the edge of overheated web range. And once you push beyond that, you run into problems where a lot of things, especially uh, medium-sized guns in particular, can't actually meaningfully apply damage to you. So even if it only seems like a smaller increase, you end up running into things where now all of a sudden uh, Feroxes just can't even touch you at range. Hurricanes can't even touch you. And that starts to really break down and degenerate a lot of the combat. Um, to expand that onto more of a block level, uh, part of the frustration that was going on over the last year or so was that the Macarial was the only viable battleship that could function on a citadel grid correct because the mechanics of fighting citadels with extreme new pressure the range it changes and all that stuff basically dictated that it was originally the rattlesnake and the uh, macarial but eventually basically the macarial became the king of structure bashes right so and i'm actually in the process of writing a piece on this concurrently while i'm writing my csm thread uh, is that you end up preventing a lot of these ships from actually being able to get shot and that degenerates combat because it narrows down the scope of ships that you can meaningfully bring to engagements and fights and if anything right now eve online needs more ships that are viable in combat not less well that's a very interesting theory and very eloquently um broken down probably way better broken down than most of the posts i've seen that are against these modules um so Either way, it's obvious that if you are elected to the CSM, we will have just one more extremely knowledgeable member of that team. So I'm going to give you an opportunity to, to put out your last thoughts, and then we will wrap this up. So I might have a bit of a kind of a controversial opinion on some of these things um, with regard to the electorate. I can tell you right now who probably six out of the 10 CSMs will be just based off of um, some of the block voting and some of the player base. Um, 
I'm someone that even if you don't put as your number one guy, obviously Asherath, you're going to put someone like uh, Silver Surpresa and St. Michael Soul on your ballot because they're your guy. But if I'm someone who represents you and your candidate doesn't necessarily get elected, I'm someone that you could consider uh, putting on there as well. Uh, if you are someone from particularly like a mid-scale alliance, um, if you're someone who lives in low sector wormholes, I'm definitely your guy. If you're a tournament player or you're a smaller scale player, I'm your guy. I have experience there. If you're someone who even does larger fleet combat, um, I've done things all the way from the scale that I'm involved in to snuff out all the way to these massive battles of uh, BTACR. And I've written about um, some of the combat interactions and I will definitely laser hone in on focus on some of these things to CCP uh, should I get elected. Thank you very much for all that. I will stress the fact that, uh, especially with the news that we received from FanFest, we could absolutely use a representative that was a strong advocate for the Alliance Tournament and other esports in EVE. So if nothing nothing else, that's an incredibly good uh, reason to vote for you. Um, obviously, um, you being a member of Faction Warfare, Faction Warfare is something that's not been touched on really um, in years since Inferno. Inferno Faction Warfare is where I started out as a new player and made a lot of uh, my money. Unfortunately, a lot of the um, interactions there have degenerated as a result of Citadels and people figuring out how to uh, game the system. Um, I don't want to stretch this out any longer for Ashtarathi, but in my thread, I'm definitely going to address that and a number of other interactions from uh, other scales of EVE's combat and different areas of space to explain why I'm your guy and that you should put moderator on your ticket at some point. Well, good luck in your uh, run. I will say that I will be rooting for you. All right. Well, thank you for having me. And that about does it. Thank you all for listening. This has been Ashrathi and moderator from Snuffed Out, right? Yes. All right. So moderator from Snuffed Out for the CSM. Ashrathi out.